Welcome to Marketing Mistakes and How to Avoid Them. I'm Stacey Jones, the founder of Influencer Marketing and Branded Content Agency, Hollywood Branded. This podcast provides brand marketers a learning platform for top experts to share their insights and knowledge on topics which make a direct impact on your business today. While it is impossible to be well-versed on every topic and strategy that can improve bottom line results, my goal is to help you avoid making costly mistakes of time, energy, or money, whether you are doing a DIY approach or hiring an expert to help. Let's begin today's discussion. Welcome to Marketing Mistakes and How to Avoid Them. Here's your host, Stacey Jones. Welcome to Marketing Mistakes and How to Avoid Them. I'm Stacey Jones. So happy to be here with you all today and want to give a very warm welcome to Sally Hendrick, who is joining us to discuss her extensive experience working in digital marketing. As an international keynote speaker, contributor to Social Media Examiner, and founder of Social Media Traffic School, Sally specializes in target market research, marketing funnels, digital courses, and Facebook advertising strategies. Today, we're going to talk about how to make Facebook ads work for your brand. From tracking and messaging to retargeting and monitoring results, it can be easy to get lost in the process. We'll learn what's worked from Sally's experience, what maybe could be avoided if you're doing this yourself and not working with an agency to represent your brand, and where other companies are missing the mark. Sally, welcome. I'm so happy to have you here today. Thank you, Stacey. I'm glad glad to be here. Well, can you tell us a little bit about your background, where you started, and how you got to be the Facebook ads guru that you are today? (laughs) Well, where I started was a completely different industry. I was an actuary, um, an insurance statistician for 25 years, um, with a couple of consulting firms and with a healthcare company. I started my own business helping people with technology, with marketing technology, when I was uh, doing a side hustle for a while in fitness. And then I decided that I enjoyed doing the marketing piece more than I did the fitness coaching. So I moved in that direction. And then next thing you know, I uh, ended up retiring from my actuarial career to do this full time. That's awesome. That's a fun way to get here today. Mm Mm-hmm. Very cool. So what is it about Facebook ads that is so important for brands to utilize it for? Like, why does a brand need to have Facebook advertising as part of their strategy? Well, first of all, it makes sense to be anywhere and everywhere for people on Facebook ads. Beauty about Facebook ads is that you can put them in front of your target market and have it so that they are forced to watch what you've got going as opposed to a Google search where they're searching already for it. You're actually putting it in front of them before they even start searching. Okay. And so do you think most brands actually incorporate Facebook advertising right now or is it just a matter of the life stage of the brand or who do you think uses it the most? Right now, it's still small businesses that are using it the most. You've got larger businesses that are starting to get into the swing of things, but larger businesses typically go with the methods where they can really measure their return on investment. And that is something that's being done in um, Facebook ads over the last couple of years. And unless they have a handle on it, they don't put their money towards that. They don't necessarily have the funnels necessary for the digital marketing piece. Okay. And so why is it so great for smaller businesses to be using Facebook ads? 
because you can compete with the big dogs with the same amount of money. It's amazing that digital marketing allows us to get in front of our audiences uh, so much easier and faster than traditional marketing avenues. Okay, fair enough. And it was a big deal. Like, I'm going to date this podcast right now. When Facebook went down the other day, I mean, brands were crying out all over the globe about that. Did that impact you at all? Well, fortunately, I was busy doing some other things that day, so it didn't bother me as much. I didn't, I wasn't able to check anything that day, and I, I was working on other aspects of digital marketing, so I was okay. Okay. All right. So I'm glad it didn't affect you the other day. It seemed to a lot of brands got really upset that they could not reach their audiences during that time frame. So obviously Facebook advertising works because they wouldn't be so upset if they miss that whole day. Exactly. <laughs> so how should a brand get started? It, let's just say a company has not done any Facebook advertising before. What is it they need to know and how do they need to actually get this in gear and get going? Because it sounds really complex. Um, if you're from the outside saying, I'm just going to do Facebook advertising. I bet there's a lot of things you can know that will simplify this to make it something that anyone could actually do. Well, I think that it's good to break things down into three phases. You've got the why phase, which is the story behind your brand. You've got the how phase, which tells, you know, shares valuable content to help your clients and people who are having potential problems. And then you've got the what phase, which is your offer that is the solution to help. So if you can put those three types of content you know, pieces together, then you can reach your audience in the proper format. What is the very first step to that? So you've broken it into three stages. What do you need to do to start off? Well, if you already have warm audiences, such as people who visit your website or people who are on your email list, go ahead and set up uh, some content to, you know, get them interested in what you're doing first, you know, provide value, that free content that just puts you in front of them, and then go ahead and try to sell something like a tripwire or something that moves into an upsell uh, to just to test your audience and see if your offer is actually working. If you don't have a warm audience and you're starting with cold traffic, then you need to create your brand story and start with that and get some brand awareness going about who you are and why you do what you do. Okay, so that would be with videos as an example, just to get people to see it. So you do Facebook ads with kind of an explainer of who your company is, make the warm and fuzzies so people are more willing to embrace it and watch your content. Yes. How do you know when you have that audience? How do you know, is it about engagement? Is it about people liking and commenting on your videos? Or is it just you've been doing it a while and you think it's time to go? It's a combination of things. If you know how to read your metrics, you can know what the sizes are of your audiences. If you've got at least a thousand people in your audiences, such as people who visit your website um, over the last few months or the people who are on your email list or the people who are engaging with your page, Facebook will tell you how many you have and uh, then you start advertising to those people to get in front of them. Now, are these all people that have to be following you? So you already have to have a thousand followers on your Facebook account? 
it has nothing to do with your follower count on your page. It just has to do with how many have actually engaged with your content or how many have visited your website. As long as you have the tracking pixel on your website, then you'll be able to measure and calculate those statistics. Okay, so that's something important. So you need to go into your WordPress or whatever platform your website's built in and actually add in a Facebook tracking pixel. Yes. I had no idea. I really did not know that. That is good to know. We yep. have so many other little tracking pixels in, but I, we probably have a Facebook. I'm not the one who runs our Facebook advertising. I'm assuming <laughs> that we have one, but I didn't know that you had to have that. I hope you do. <laughs> yeah, okay. And so that way it actually knows that you have visitors who are, it's able to see who they are because Facebook and all its wisdom with that tracker can get their IP addresses. It can compare data. I'm assuming based off of other behavior that those individuals are doing because Facebook mm -hmm. tracks everything under the sun. And that's how you can better target the audiences you're going after. Yes. Okay. And then, so you go in and you've done the pixel added for the tracker and now you've made your content. You've done your, your cold lead that's generating people to actually watch your video, get warm and fuzzies about you. Now you want to actually try to make some money off of this, or are you still doing a funnel where you're just leading people in a little further? After you get some engagement on your videos or whatever it is that you're doing, um, you can create an audience out of the people who watch those videos, create an audience out of those who engage with your content or visit your website, or then you move into creating a lead magnet to get them to sign up on your email list. That's like a warmer step in the process. So once you get those people on your list, then you're able to email them and send them more information and also retarget them to, with more ads to uh, further develop that relationship. Okay. And so when you do that and you have retargeted, you've gotten them involved more intensely in what you're doing, how much money are you spending to do all this? Well, you're spending probably about 25 to 30% of your money on the front end just to get the brand awareness going. And then you're probably spending anywhere from 40 to 50% of your budget on the lead magnet and nurturing of those leads. And in the sales process, maybe 25% on the sales um, at the end uh, for targeting. So it depends on your budget. I would say at least $1,000 minimum over a month's time, maybe $1,500 to $2,000 to get started to see how to really test a full funnel. Okay. And so do you need to have something that you can purchase online? Is this something that really only works well for digital marketers or is it something that you just have to sell anything and have it be able to be sold online? Or does it work as well with services and where, who should be working and using this? Well, when it comes to people who have services, sometimes it's better to just get people on the phone. And so you would consider the sale to be them booking a call with you and you actually do the sale over the phone. If you've got a product, yeah, sure. You can sell that online directly through your ads. Um, or you can send them to your website to continue down the path of getting to know your brand. Okay. 
So you're either trying to get that pair of socks sold online or get that online course sold online or get the mm -hmm. call booked so you can sell your service on a phone call. Yes. And then how do you know if it's successful? Is it just that sales are happening or is it that people are engaged? What are you doing to actually measure this a little bit more? You have to look at statistics like click-through rates and link-click costs and per lead, things like that. Also, the cost per thousand impressions is important. Those different statistics will tell you what's working or not working in, within your ads, such as are your images working? Is your copy working? What about the audience you've selected? Whenever know how to monitor those statistics, then you can uh, make some inferences about those things. Okay. And then what else does someone need to know to be sure that they're on the right path? Well, first of all, don't worry about making everything production perfect. It doesn't have to be this perfect, you know, overly produced uh, thing to get going. Um, just, you know, you can even use stock images without design on them. They work really well to get people into um, your lead magnets and then use images of yourself or videos of yourself, uh, you know, promoting your products or whatever that may be. Okay. And going into graphics and Facebook ads, I know we've run into this, that if you have a image and you put too many words on it, Facebook doesn't like that. Right. You can't have more than 20% of the space on your image as being text. Just 20%. That's it. Mm -hmm. How did they come up with that? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. They, they, they don't want it to look too much like regular ads, and so they eliminated the, the text uh, that you can put on those. Okay. So they like a photo that speaks a thousand words, and you get five. Yes. Okay. And are there any other tricks like with video? Are there any limitations that Facebook's giving you with whatever video you're producing and putting out there? Well, one thing that is important to understand about video is that you can actually measure how, you know, the people that watch a portion of your video, that watch longer pieces of your video, and you can develop those into audiences to retarget. So, for example, if you have um, a video that tells your branding story and people watch it all the way through, you can then retarget just the people who watched all the way through into your lead map. Okay, so they're really a qualified buyer at that point, or more likely to be. Yes. Okay, and then with Facebook ads, you can also set it up. You know, you talked about targeting people who have come to your website, who have been to your Facebook page, obviously someone who's watched all your videos once you've actually started your campaign, but you can fine-tune targeting much more than that as well, right? So what are some of the categories and demographics and ways that you can really figure out how to hone in on your target consumer? Well, the nice thing about Facebook is that they have a tool called Facebook Audience Insights. And what you can do is you can do your research there. So if let's say you're in the fitness industry and you wanted to see what are the fitness, uh, what are some other you know, pages that people follow, what are some other interests that uh, would come up whenever you put in maybe a famous person such as Jillian Michaels 
or somebody like that. And you can put that into Facebook Audience Insights and then Facebook will tell you the other pages that people also like who like her page and that gives you more targeting interest to be able to go for whenever you are uh, putting your ads out there. Okay. And so you can not only do really a demographic fake breakdown, you can also almost go into psychographic of likes and yes. interests and the like. Yes. Okay. And then what else can you do there that you should know about with Facebook insights? You can also target based on people's job titles, which really interesting. So if you're going for attorneys, for example, um, maybe you do some sort of uh, legal coaching, you can go in and pull up attorneys to, to target your ads to. Or if you wanted to um, go for workplace targeting, people who work for Nike, people who work for ESPN, people who work for, you know, other places and you want to get their attention, then that's another type of targeting. Okay. Very cool. And then, so if you wanted to target Nike, what type of brand would say, I want to target Nike employees, do you think? Well, maybe you have uh, shoes that you sell and you want to, you know, go for the Nike market. Okay. All righty. And then uh, what else as far as retargeting and monitoring should our listeners know about? Hmm, let me think. Um, when it comes to retargeting, make sure that you that your campaigns are reaching the people that are in the audience. You have to change your campaign objective instead of going for the people who will, you know, are more likely to become leads with the lead pixel. Just go for a reach campaign so that you get in front of as many people as possible and go for um, impressions or landing page views that in your optimization so that um, as many people as possible will uh, look at your retargeting ad. Okay. And are there any great case studies that you can talk about where you have seen Facebook advertising just nail it for someone? Oh, yes. I just uh, finished up with a yoga instructor who has a really great um, process. First of all, she sends people to um, a free morning yoga class to start uh, that gives them, a, it gives them some information, you know, like two or three videos and some information on what to do in the morning for yoga. And then she retargets them with um, a free chakra class to go over some foundations uh, based on the root, you know, the root chakra or the heart chakra or whatever those are. And she nurtures them with that and with an email campaign. And then she opens up her um, studio, her online studio, with which is a monthly membership uh, that people then get the sales ads for. But it takes at least 30 days before they even see those ads. They've come into her list. Okay. So she is really trying to do very warm, soft sales here where they're, she's giving and gifting and providing and doing all those great things that we're all supposed to do in order mm -hmm. to get people to love us. And then she is asking for the sale after they actually have realized what she has is of value. Yes. Okay. Any other case studies that you can think of that you'd like to share? 
Um, we've got a financial coach who coaches other financial coaches on how to do their business. And I love how he does um, coaching, you know, coaching Q and A's, free coaching calls, free, um, he does free group meetups, if you will, online to nurture his clients. And one of his, um, he doesn't just send that to the people who are his leads. He also sends it to cold traffic as well and ends up getting more and more people on his website. He's been building a lot of traffic over the last three to four months and it's built up a really nice retargeting audience and they are buying into his membership as well. Very cool. So is most of your business focused on online businesses, coaches, or uh, things along those lines? Is that your sweet spot? Yes, that's, that's my specialty. Very cool. And then what are some of the big mistakes that people make along the way with Facebook advertising? Like where can it all go wrong? Well, first of all, if you don't have Facebook pixel on your website, I wouldn't even start advertising because you're wasting so much um, effort on cold traffic all the time and you can't retarget without that Facebook pixel. Um, that's one of the biggest mistakes. Um, another mistake is quickly, if you are um, wanting to sell something to and nobody knows who you are, it's really difficult to get those to get any return on your ads. Right. Okay. That's fair enough. Any other mistakes people can make? Oh, there are lots of mistakes <laughs> that people can make. That's for sure. Um, other things are to ignore the retargeting. Uh, that's one of the most powerful things you can do with Facebook is to get in front of people again and again. You need to get in front of people anywhere from seven to 12 times to get them to buy from you. Well, that's the same thing as every single other type of advertising medium, that magic seven minimum. Yes. It's amazing how that's out there. Okay. And then are there challenges that people typically find themselves in with Facebook advertising? Or, you know, if they go the straight path and they have the Facebook pixel, which they should not start doing unless they actually have the Facebook pixel on their website, they mm -hmm. have done the warm fuzzies who I am. They have done the, here's my sales. Would you like to purchase? They have retargeted. What are other challenges that people might face within Facebook advertising? The ads manager system is really complex and it's easy to get lost in there and to not really understand how to set up your ads. It's really important to understand the objective of the ad that you were running at hand. Everybody says, oh, I want my ads to bring in sales, bring in conversions, but that doesn't mean that you necessarily choose that objective right away on your ad. Sometimes you want to make sure your objective is to get as many as possible, or maybe your objective is to get as many leads as possible before you get to the sales process. And so Understanding the glossary of terms and all of the different um, sections within the ads manager are really important. There, there are over a thousand different buttons you can click, things you can turn on and off, selections you can make within the ads management system. And so understanding all of that is really important. Yeah, I know. And then 
what happens with you think you have it all honed in, right? And you're like, I'm going to put $100 against this post, one post, why not? Let's just see what happens. And you let it run for a week. And at the end of that week, Facebook sends you a note and says, congratulations, you have spent $6.66. And you're like, wait, I, was, I thought I was going to spend $100. What happened to the rest of the money? And, and why did they give it back to me? I wanted to reach people. So what goes wrong when something like that happens? Whenever something, whenever your campaigns are not reaching people, it's because there's a disconnect between the objective you've chosen and the audience you've chosen and maybe even the content within your ad piece, such as the copy or whatever. Facebook will go, will take your objective and they will go look at the audience you've selected and try to find the best people within that audience to serve the ads to. If you confuse Facebook with too many interests, or if you confuse Facebook with too tight of an objective, then Facebook won't know where to send the ad and it'll just get confused and then your ad spend will not spend. Right, and you say, yay, I spent $6 and got nothing. Got nothing. <laughs> and all the time setting up the ad costs more. Yes. Pretty much, okay. What is, are there any other insights you could share with our listeners today about Facebook advertising that you'd want them to have as takeaways? Um, it's really important to get started sooner rather than later because over time, Facebook learns your uh, like the your audience, and it makes your it makes your efforts easier and faster over time, and it makes your ads cheaper over time if you um, are already in the game. If you wait and get in the game too late, you're going to be competing against all these other marketers that are waiting to come into the marketplace. That makes sense. So sooner is better than later. Yes. All right. Where do you think Facebook advertising is going to? Well, I hope that the future is what it is now um, and just hopefully it gets better and better as far as um, optimizing the ads and getting in front of the right types of people. Um, I don't see it going anywhere. You've got 2 billion people with audience and you've got over a billion using it regular regularly so I don't see it going anywhere um, I do see that probably Instagram and Facebook will um, become more and more integrated just because Facebook owns Instagram and a lot of things that are happening with Instagram are um, it's, it's exciting you know you've got stories over on Instagram and you've got stories on Facebook as well I think that the stories will become more and more important as time goes on. Okay. Right. And Instagram's um, ad managers handled through Facebook. Like you actually have to have a Facebook account in order to purchase anything that on Instagram as far as ads. Yes, you do. Okay. And so any last bits of advice for our listeners today? Just don't be afraid to get started. You know, find somebody who has done Facebook ads before. Somebody who specializes in it is probably the best. A lot of advertising agencies out there will do all sorts of other marketing, but they may not necessarily focus in on Facebook ads. So um, I think the specialists are the best to go with. Okay, fair enough. And you have brought a gift to our listeners in that whole give and share and provide theme that I mentioned earlier. And it's a Facebook ads checklist, correct? Yes. 
And you just go to my website at socialmediatrafficschool.com and it's right there on the front page uh, that the checklist is right there at the top. Perfect. And what does the checklist include? Can you give us a little insight? Why do people need to rush over and download this now? What value will they get from that? Well, whenever you're running ads, there are so many moving parts and pieces. It's important to not forget anything. And this just gives you that list so that you have that uh, security that you are covering all the bases. That's awesome. A nice how-to processes checklist. Mm -hmm. Perfect. And if anyone wants to reach out to you and talk to you about how you can help them with Facebook advertising, how is, what is the best way for them to get in touch with you? Probably to message my Facebook page, uh, go to Social Media Traffic School on Facebook and message me there. Perfect. Well, Sally, I want to again thank you for joining us today and thank you all for listening and tuning in to Marketing Mistakes and How to Avoid Them. Sally's provided a tremendous amount of valuable advice about Facebook advertising from her expertise in digital marketing. And I know I really appreciated the time you spent with us today. Sally, thank you again, and I'll chat with you all again on the next podcast. <laughs>